0: Good morning everyone, this is The Lazarus Show, in honor of my brother Brian. I am your host, Rob, Robert, Bobby, whatever you want to call me. I've been called a lot worse, believe me. I have an idea for this morning, something that's just been on my mind, on my heart a little bit. Ask yourself three questions. Three very, very simple questions. First question If I died today, what would I miss? What would I miss? Second question Do you have any regrets? Do you have any regrets? Third question, if I had more time, or if you had more time, what would you do differently? What would you change? Very simple. What would you miss? Do you have any regrets? What would you change? What would you do differently? Now do it. You're back. You're alive. What is it that you would do differently? What would you have changed? What is it that you wanted to do that you never had a chance to do? What's holding you back? What is holding... What holds us back from doing the things we want to do? Everyone has things that they want to do before they die. Dreams, bucket lists, whatever you want to call it. We all have that. In fact, I'm doing one of my things right now. It took... The death of my brother, my brother's passing for me to get up the courage to do this, this little show. I believe I have a voice. I believe I have something to say. I've always felt that way and I've always wanted to do it. I just never had the courage to do it. You know, everyone says I don't have the time to do the things I want to do. You know, that's a cop out. There's always time. You can make time. Right now, I'm doing my show before I take on the rest of my day. That's what I do. In the morning, first thing, I do my show. Now, I'm not rich. I don't get paid to do this show. I'm not Howard Stern. I don't have a billion-dollar contract or multi-million-dollar contract or whatever it is he's got to sit and talk for hours on end on the radio about whatever it is that comes to your mind or whatever it is you dream of talking about. I'm doing this for me, in honor of my brother. That's why I'm doing this. This is one of my dreams. One of my brother's dreams was to be an actor. And man, did he try? He didn't necessarily like move out to Hollywood or L.A, you know, or New York or anything like that, and pursue acting, but he tried to improve himself every day, leading towards that goal. He tried to work on his speaking. He tried to work on his reading, his general knowledge, his comprehension skills. His communication skills with people. My brother was always working on things like that, and it took him passing for me to say, "You know what? What am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? Well, for one, I'm afraid of rejection. Everyone's always afraid of rejection. People are afraid that people are going to tell them they're no good at something. Well, let me let me let you in on a little secret. If every person that pursued something let the people. Who got in their way and told them they were no good and couldn't couldn't accomplish something. If those people never did it, we'd have nothing in this world. There would be nothing. We wouldn't have light bulbs. There wouldn't be cable television. There would be no internet. There would be no Denzel Washington's. No Thomas Jefferson's. And Addison's there would be none of that. No Ben Franklin's. No Martin Luther King's. There'll be no cars. there would be no automobiles. No motorcycles. No airplanes. Every one of those people in the pursuit of their dream was told one time or another they would not accomplish. They would fail. What are you wasting your time for? Everyone on the way up Doing what it is they wanted to do was told they couldn't do it. Everyone. And if every one of them listened, there would be nothing. We'd have nothing. We would have nothing. I can picture the first man with a hammer in his hand, or a woman, or both, building a house. And some some judgment, the first house, the first house ever built out of wood. Believe me. Whatever they were living in before that, huts or caves, whatever they had, tiki huts or whatever they made, there's mud huts. One of them walked by the man and, or woman, I don't want to make anyone upset, it could be a woman, women build things too. Walked by and said, what the heck are you doing? You can't build that, that, what are you making? You can't do that. I guarantee it. There was assholes back then, guaranteed. Critics and assholes and haters. The first haters were were probably cavemen. Some caveman decided to build a house or get out of a cave. And some other caveman grunted at him. Which meant, you can't do that. Can't build a house. You got to live in a fucking cave with me for the rest of your life. Why? Why can't you build a house? Why can't you build your dream? Why can't you invent? Why can't you pursue the things you want? Because you don't have enough time? Make time. You can make time. Make time. There's time. There's always time. You know that time from the time you get home from work? From the time you get home from work before the time you get, eat dinner? You know, I don't know. Everyone gets home, Some A lot of people get home around 4 or 5. You eat dinner around 6 or 7. You have an hour there. After dinner, you have time. Stay up later. Sleep less. You'll get enough sleep when you're dead. Trust me. Think about that. If you were going to be gone today, someone told you, this is the last day you have. First thing, what will you miss? What will you miss? What are your regrets? And what would you have done differently? Believe me, if someone told you you're going to be gone tomorrow, today's your last day on earth, first thing you're going to do is you're going to say, oh, I should have done this and I wanted to do that and I had this plan and I wanted to do that. Oh, I had this idea, that idea. Why aren't you doing it then? Do it. Just do it. Just leap. Just take the, take, the take the chance. Take the chance. You know, I said in one of my other podcasts, I said, you know, you should love someone like it's the last day you're going to be with them on earth. You should love the person you're with and everyone around you that you care about like it's the last day you're ever going to have with them. Well, you should also love yourself like today's the last day you're going to have on this earth. Love yourself the same way. Because tomorrow is not promised. That I have learned. Tomorrow is never promised. For any of us, no one knows when the Lord's going to call you home. No one knows if that's what you believe. Or whatever you believe. No one knows when you're going to go into the ground. If that's what you believe. And just stay there. No one knows. Nothing is promised. Why does everybody wait until, until it's too late to decide to start doing the things they want to do? People spend their whole lives dreaming up these things in their head and they never do them. Never. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm doing this show. If anyone's wondering why I'm doing it, it took my brother passing away for me to get up the courage. Get the guts to do it. I've always wanted to do something like this. Always. I didn't have the courage. Now I do. You hit a certain point, and every every person hits a point in their life when they, you know, you come to like a crossroads in your life. You say, what am I so afraid of? At least I'm going to speak for me. That's what I did. What, I'm going to share this on Facebook? Somebody's going to make fun of it? Fuck them. I'll delete them faster. They won't be my friend. They will be off my friend list. So-called friends that we all call on Facebook. They will be off my friend list faster than they can make the ignorant comment they made to me. Take them right off. And then I'll use that fuel to lead the charge for me to do bigger and better things in my life. And to make this show the best show I possibly can. You got to have a dream. Everyone has a dream. Everyone has something that they really want to be doing. A few of my family members are pursuing one of them dreams. I'm not at liberty to speak about that right now. But believe me, it's coming. It's happening. We're pursuing. I'm pursuing one of my dreams with this podcast this little show I have, whatever you want to call it. No, Am I on a real radio station? No. No, I'm not. Am I making any money for this? Nope. Nothing. Not a dime. Nothing. Do I care? Absolutely not. It's not about money for me. It's about doing the thing that I've always wanted to do. I have a few other goals in mind. A few other things I'd like to do in life, too. It's never too late, right? But I'm prioritizing right now. This was an achievable goal for me. And I, ju- I jumped out and I jumped into it and I said, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. When my brother passed away, I said, you know what? I'm taking away the net, the safety net for me. Why would we keep this safety net around me? Oh, I have people all my whole life tell me, man, you're a good speaker. Man, you could do this. You should do that. You know your writing is good. I never do it. I never show anybody my stuff. Never. I never let anybody hear anything I had to say. Not really, because I'm always, I was always been afraid. When my brother passed away. I am afraid no more because I know tomorrow's not promised to me. He wasn't afraid. He faced this life head on. Man, did he? He faced this life head on. He took on challenges. My brother leaped into things with disabilities man he had all kinds of things holding him that could have just he had plenty of reasons to say i can't do this i can't do that i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that and he didn't let any of them stand in his way he walked past hell he walked right through all them obstacles really he really did he went to a college a technical college for computers computer programming my brother People thought my brother, people thought my brother was, was on, people thought he was dumb. They had no idea. He was very intelligent. He was called disabled and handicapped. Boy, were they wrong. He surprised everyone. He surprised me all the time. Every time I talked to him, he tell me something new he was doing. It'd make me feel like a failure, man, like a loser, like, really? You're taking voice lessons this week. What? You signed up for what this week? Here I am, scared to do any of them things. My brother, with every handicap, every disability he possibly could, a person could have. My sister Rosie found the problem list. My brother's problem list of all the ailments he had. The problem list was so long. It took up an entire page. Heart problems, kidney failure. He had everything. He had every problem. Physical problems, health problems. Everything. He was slow, supposedly. And he fought through them all. He was never scared. He was never afraid. Something for everyone to think about. If you were gone, today was your last day and you were gone tomorrow. Ask yourself them three things. What are your regrets? What will you miss? And what would you do differently? And when you come up with that third run, what would you do differently? What would you have changed? What would you do? Do it! Everyone has something. Everyone has something that they wish they would have done. Or wish that they were doing. Or dream they have in mind. What's holding you back? What's stopping you? What? The thought of failure? Big deal. Every great person's failed a million times on the way up. Failure is the lead, leads to success. Failure is the ingredient, the main ingredient for success. I'm not letting thought of failure stop me. Not. Not. I feel like I've gotten another chance at this life. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to do everything I can to make my dreams come true. My dreams. What I envision for my life. Not what someone else envisions for my life. What I envision for my life. What do you envision for yours? For some people their dream is just to own a home to make their children happy. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. That's a great goal, especially when you accomplish it. Everyone has to find inside themselves what it is they want to do for them. What is it? You know, I mean some there are some people that are lucky. They get to do for a living what it is that they love and that they really have always envisioned that they wanted out of their life. But that's not really reality for most people. Most people are grinding out a job doing something they don't love, something they hate, or something they can barely tolerate. I'm not telling everyone to run out and quit your jobs. It's not what I'm saying. Say, what in life? You know, I ask this question to Mark all the time, my son. I say, Mark, what do you want to do with your life when you grow up, when you get older? Then he tells me, I say, okay, second question. Now, what are you doing? What are you doing to lead towards that goal? And then he just looks at me with this, this, this dead stare in his eyes, this spaced out look like a deer in the headlights. And I'll say, there you go. See what I mean? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. People say my lifelong dream was always to do this or always do that. Okay, well, that's great. Dreams are great. Dreams are great. Dreams keep us happy. It's good to, to, to daydream, you know, and all those things. But somewhere along all this daydreaming, I decided to stop daydreaming and start trying. I went to professional wrestling school at 39 and a half. I was almost 40 years old, knowing that I was 20 years too old to even be there the next closest person in age to me was 22 years old I think there was a guy that might have been 23 but he wasn't there very long he couldn't have it either people said wow why I know I, everyone thought I was going through a midlife crisis everyone but I wasn't it was something I always wanted to try I didn't have in my head that I was going to become a professional wrestler at 40 it's something I should have done when I was 20. I always wanted to be part of that entertainment industry. And I always wanted to see what it was like to be a professional wrestler. I wanted to know. I had to know. I couldn't die without finding out what it was like. And once I got there, I realized how hard it was. And believe me when I tell you, I came home every single night with swollen knees, sore, tired, bruised, beat up, exhausted. Exhausted. Every morning I woke up, it'd take me about 15 or 20 minutes to be able to even walk. I would get up and have to limp around until my joints warmed up. I'd go in the bathroom, turn on the hot water and, and, and the shower and the sink and shut the bathroom door and do like a steam in my bathroom to be able to start my day. But I had to know. I had to know. Everyone's like, you're too old. What are you doing? You should have heard the people at the school, the young guys. They made fun of me, and they—they they didn't even—they didn't even like me. Most of them wouldn't even speak to me, and the ones that did would say shit to me like, "Don't break a hip," or "What are you doing here?" God, my father's your age. I said, "That's right. I got a stepson your age." When I took my first bump, which is a slam to the mat. I felt like I was going to die. It literally felt like I was going to die. I couldn't breathe. And that's another thing. When people say professional wrestling is fake, go give it a shot one time. Please. For me. Yeah, it's a joke, huh? Yeah, them guys aren't athletes? Huh. Huh. Good luck. Go try it. You'll understand. That's why I did it. I didn't do it to become a professional wrestler. I wanted to see what it was like. I had to know. I had to know. It was on my bucket list. And you know what? I finally got the courage. I got up the money. I called the place. I said, "What do I have to do to be to be 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 part of the the wrestling school that you that you run?" I'm not going to say the name. And the guy said, "You know what you have to do to live your dream?" I said, "What?" He said, "Show up tonight. and Bring a hundred dollars. I think it was one hundred and fifty dollars, something like that." I said really? He said, "Yep." And I showed up. And the first night, they told me, we got there and my biggest fear came true. I said, "All right, guys, let's get a jog on." I said, "What? We're going to jog? We're actually going to run? To be a professional wrestler, you have to run. I thought you just get in the ring and they teach you how to do flips and slams and fake punches and this and that and that and the other. Wrong. We ran. Felt like we ran forever. I think it was about 15 or 20 minutes. We jogged around this gym. There was a, a, a wrestling ring and a boxing gi- uh, ring. Oh, and a cage. And a UFC cage all in this one place. And we ran around this gym for a long time. My biggest fear came true because I had bad knees. Let's face it. I'm not young as I used to be. I'm not that old, but I'm not that young either. And who runs? I haven't ran. I don't run. I haven't ran since I was young. I'm not talking about running from the cops either. I'm talking about running. Who gets up? And, who really gets up and jogs? Normal, everyday people don't do that. <clears throat> and then for the next, I would say it was two months, all I did was run. When I went to the school, I would have to run. Push-ups, sit-ups, squats burpees, lay on my back and do this bicycle thing with my legs. They make me do these rolls and flip. I had to. I was never allowed in the ring at, in the beginning. We had to do these one-arm rolls, these front flip rolls, which I've never done in my life. I had no idea how to do it. And no one would teach me the proper way. So every time I went to do a roll, I basically just did a front flip and slammed myself on my back. And you had to do that the length of the gym, f- there and back. we go in like a circle, and everybody would have to do it. And we'd do it for like an hour. And my whole, everyone else would do these wonderful looking rolls. And I would go, I'd do a front flip slam onto my back. And I'd stand up, do another front flip slam onto my back. Yup, do another front flip slam onto my back. On top of this little tiny rubber mat. Have you ever seen high school wrestling mats? That's what they were. It hurt. Every single time I did it, it hurt. And I was bruised and battered and swollen. And the whole right side of my body was, was bruised. From under my armpit down to my leg down through my leg into my ankle, was all bruised. That went on for months like that. Then finally they started showing me a few things. They realized I wasn't going away. I mean, the guy who ran the place even said multiple times. I heard him say multiple times. He said, well, I'm 41. He's like, I can't imagine going through this stuff. He's like, especially for the first time at 39, almost 40, like you are. I would hear him say, say things, you know, to other people about it. He didn't think I was listening. Believe me, I was listening. Then finally I got in the ring and I learned a few things. I took some bumps. Basically learned how to get my ass kicked. But I got to experience it. The point of the story is I got to experience it. And believe me, everyone around me was telling me, man, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're old. My best friend was telling me that. You're old. You're too old. And he was right. I am too old. Way too old for that. That's a young man's game. Especially to be starting it. But I had to know. It was on my bucket list. I had to know. That's why I did it. Because I had to know. Everyone has that thing inside them that they forgot to do in life because they never had the time. Never had the chance. Never had the courage. For me, it's about courage. I had to get up the courage. You know the courage it took to walk into that wrestling, pro wrestling academy? Like 40 or 30 or 40 other young students standing there when I walked in. They all stared at me like, they looked at me like I came from another fucking planet. Who is this old motherfucker here and what does he think he's doing? Believe me, they made fun of me. They laughed at me. I was a joke to them. They hated me. They despised me. Like 95% of the people that went there, the other students, they hated me. They saw me as just a joke, a waste of time. Why are you doing this, some of them said to me. I said, "I said, well, why are you doing it? They said, we want to be professional wrestler. We'll make a career out of it. I said, well, that's your answer, but that's not my answer. I never was going to be a professional wrestler, and I knew it. I wanted to see what it was like. I always had that. I always had that. I was never that kind of athlete. Never. Man, these pro wrestlers are athletes, believe me when I tell you. The point of the story has nothing to do with the wrestling, really. It has to do that I had to fill that void I had in my life. I had a void I had to know. Had to know. What was my one thing I never did that I always wanted to do? What's your one thing? What's your thing that you've never done, that you've always wanted to do? You have to find it. Pull it back from your memory. Go into your log of memories. I know there's something there. If you're gonna be gone tomorrow, what are your regrets? What are you gonna miss? And what would you do differently? Go ahead and do it. Don't be scared. Nothing holding you back. Nothing. Fear and failure is a key ingredient to success. That's all for now. Thank you guys for listening to The Lazarus Show and honor my brother. I love you all. Appreciate anyone who is listening, my few loyal fans that I do have. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Bye. Lazarus Show out.